Hello, welcome to Gunfighter Cast. I'm your host, Daniel Shaw, and I'm here with Jason Swore. You may know Jason from Straight 8 Photography and Skillset Magazine. Hey, Jason. What's up, man? Thanks for having me. Oh, man, it's a pleasure. You sound like you're about to say something. You were like... Me? Yeah, you're having that. that I'm out that, of breath. I'm, we've, oh. been, we've been on the range all day. I, I thought, I I'm, I'm that, out of shape. <laughs> I thought you had that pre-conversation. <laughs> no, uh, I'm about to say something long-winded, and let me get a good breath. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're at Gunsight Academy right now on one of the ranges, in the car, in the heat, with layer, AC as low as we can get it so it doesn't make too much noise and ruin this. Um, but I've, I've been hanging out with Jason for the past three days, and you know, I, I've seen his stuff and followed him on Instagram, but and I've been... I really like Skillset Magazine and uh, having them here uh, for the this Kimber Hornady Galco event that we're at. It's uh, I got to know them and hang out. Yeah. And you're not just a guy that shoots a camera. I mean, we're you're talking like retired reconnaissance marine. Yes, sir. So um, tell us about your background. Yeah, I uh, I'm 20 year retired marine, uh, and uh, 12 of those were uh, I'm an 0321 a reconnaissance marine, first recon battalion guy. And, uh, it's been, you know, it was just like anybody else's Marine career. I mean, I did nothing special, but, but I, you know, the same stuff that everybody else did, especially during the, the OIF stuff and, you know, and, uh, but, uh, I, uh, I hit that point, you know, uh, my last duty station, man, I was a uh, military freefall instructor down at an army school in Yuma, man, uh, teaching, you know, idiots to fall on airplanes. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I say that with all due respect because I'm an idiot myself, man, you know, no one, <laughs> right. no one's fucking smart enough to jump out of an airplane, man. But anyway. Um, yeah, you're retired, man. I, I was after that, they were going to send me back to or send me over to the East Coast, and I've been a West Coast Marine. I was like, you know what, I did my 20, I, I'm, I'm done, I'm gonna start my new career. Um, I contracted for about a year, man, overseas, and then I figured out, man, I'm like, you know what, I uh, I don't want to do this anymore, man. I need to find a, a job, my body was getting beat up, I need to find a job or something I could do when I'm 90, you know, not that I'll. You know, we were talking about this earlier. You know, I, I advise and help out a lot of you know veterans and brothers and sisters that are getting out. And I'm like, man, this may sound cliche, and it may sound like like there's just no way that's going to work. Mm-hmm. But I ha- I know of so many success stories, myself included. Yeah. You know, I'm still on my path, but it's uh find what you're most passionate about. Sure. And make up a job that allows you to do that. No, absolutely, man. And that's something that. You know, I never, so I looked at, and this is honestly got truth, man. I tell people this shit and it's, it's funny, man, but it's, uh, I, uh, I, I quit contracting. It was on a 25,000 foot hey ho jump, man, right? It was minus 30 degrees. I was freezing my ass off, man. It was nighttime. I'm like, what am I doing, man? I retired, man. Why, why am I doing this, this tough guy shit, right? And, uh, I landed and I quit. Uh, well, I finished that course and I, I, I quit and, uh, I was like, I want to be a photographer. I don't know shit about it, right? <laughs> but uh, I had a little money from contracting. Got me a 2,000-square-foot studio, and then uh, and uh, we bought some lights and a camera and went to the School of YouTube, man, for about six months and uh, just studied, man. I didn't pay a dollar to, to get an education on, on uh, you know, photography. I just, like, I didn't want to. I was like, because I didn't know if it was something I was going to do. Um, I, I pissed around for a year trying to make some money. You know, I didn't know where I was taking pictures of cars, pinups, whatever man you know what i'm saying if it moved i'll take a picture of it just trying to make a buck well that was a problem man a lot of guys and i spread myself out too thin you know you, you, you jack all trades master none you always hear that right um and then i was and then i was like well why don't i just concentrate on what i like man i like guns and you know i like the military i got a military background and uh so there i went man went straight into the firearms industry and i kind of learned a, a technique what got me my our face on the map i guess you want to say it's kind of like call of duty look you see i was in no shit i was in a um a uh, GameStop, right, with my kid. She's buying some fucking video games. And I uh, look at these Call of Duty. I don't play games, man, but 
I respect the, the covers. They look so cool, man. You know, like movie poster. And I was like, I wonder if I can do that. So I sat down with a bottle of gin and, well, a couple of bottles of gin. And about a month or a month and a half later, I, oh, I you drank Angry Man's liquor. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Right. And, um, and then I figured, I kind of figured out my own style like that. And that's how we kind of got our name. Now, granted, we do a lot of, you know, gun porn. We'll do whatever our clients want us to do now, but that's kind of how we start. You know, a little over the top, you know, you know, surreal backgrounds, you know, all this stuff. But, but I think what was nice, I had a little military background and I could see, a, you know, you get a photographer off the street, you know, he's not going to know the technical. You're not going to put rounds in magazines backwards. Yes. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> yeah, right. And so, and that, that's kind of how we got started. And, uh, and it's kind of just been, you know, uphill and, and had some fun since, man. You know, we work with some awesome companies and, uh, I have no complaints, man. I show up to work of shorts and flip flops most of the time. And I'm like, you know what? I mean, I could be worse things I could be doing in my life, you know? Jason, one of the things I like most about what you're doing is I am always trying to find ways to reach outside of the firearms industry and make the firearms people, the the, the Second Amendment supporters, yep. a larger demographic, a larger group of people in the United States sure. and the world. Yep. And I'm always trying to find ways to do that because I think we focus inwardly so much on, on just the, the customers, the students, the the people, the end users that are already using. And and we're not really focusing more on bringing more. If we're not growing, we're going to die yeah. as far as the Second Amendment is concerned. Sure. So one thing that I, I really like about what you're doing uh, is Skillset Magazine. And yeah. we're going to come right back from a quick little break, and then we're going to talk about Skillset Magazine. Primary Weapon Systems, or PWS, is a state-of-the-art machine shop in Boise, Idaho. PWS makes almost all their rifle components in-house, and the parts they don't make, they acquire from the highest quality manufacturers in the United States. The Mod 2 Series rifles from PWS are some of the most feature-rich ARs on the market. One of those features is the Mod 2 Enhanced Buffer Tube, which has a ratchet lock design that eliminates the need for staking while providing a solid lockup with the ability to remove it easily in the future. Go take a look at primaryweapons.com. Primary Weapon Systems. Because it's time. All right, Jason, what is Skillset Magazine and your affiliation with it? Okay, so to, to set the scene here real quick. So uh, Straight 8, we work with, you know, tons of magazines. All of, you know, your your recoil. We do all the recoil covers. I mean, you know, anyway, whatever. We do a lot of magazine stuff, and which are cool. And I appreciate, I love working with these guys, but I... I, I felt that I needed a, a megaphone. I need to, I need to, you know, I like guns. I, I love guns, but it's not 24 seven guns. I'm a man. I like other shit, right? So I like other stuff. I'm like, wonder what, uh, if I could create a publication, I've been around publications enough to figure the insides and all that stuff. Can I create my own magazine, print magazine and, uh, and make it, I call it the alpha lifestyle. So I created skill set magazine, um, with our publisher, um, a, a former Marine, believe it or not, her name is Gina Marie. She's a female and she's, uh, awesome, man. She's, you know, one of those girls that joined her, you know, I'm not a, I'm not bagging on it, but I never, you know, I've never a big fan of, you know, the, that side. I, I, we're 03 guys, right? Stuff like that. So, we're never around them. Right. Yeah. But she, I liked her because she was like, hey, I joined the Marine Corps to free a man to fight, you know? Let me take an admin job. Let me take a whatever job and put a rifle in a dude's hand so he can go out there and go down range. I was like, damn. I like you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's awesome, man. I love that mentality. So anyway, so we created Skill Set Magazine. Um, and it's basically, it's, you know, it's, it's anything. The alpha lifestyle. It's, it's cars. It's rock stars. It's, it's 
tattoos. It's, you know, all the kind of stuff that, you know, you don't have to be an expert because most of my friends don't buy gun magazines. They're too technical, man, you know? They own guns, but they don't give a shit about what the twist rate is on this barrel. A lot of the magazines are too technical, and it's somebody trying to show you how much they know more than you do. Correct, yeah. And it's not really written to, to, to transfer knowledge. Sure. So I figured, can I do this magazine and still inject gun culture in there, you know, um, and have some fun with it. There's, I don't get political with it. I don't, I, you know, we, we have fun with it. You're, you're not going to get a PhD reading this magazine, man. You'll have some fun. The articles are short. They're sweet. They're five minutes in and out. Very visual. I try to pride myself on that, you know, and they're fun, man. They're good times, man. You know, I don't do a, uh, like our alcohol section, you know, you see our issue one, we don't do a, you know, a thing with scotch. We do it on blue collar beers, man. Your slits, your, you know, your, your, your old Milwaukee, you know, all that good stuff back in the day, you know. Uh, you were saying the other day that your next one or soon is going to be on <laughs> all the crappy old wine coolers, things that we used to drink. Brown bag wines, man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I mean, and that stuff, it hits the blue collar. The guys like me, you know what I'm saying? It, it were, I, if I drink that shit now, I'd die, man. But it's funny, you know. You have I, memories attached to it. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. And you're mad dogs and all that stuff. So, um, so yeah. So the, then the whole magazine is like that, you know. And so we're growing. We're hitting issue three here. Uh, we'll be out this summer, July. We're a quarterly magazine right now, just cause I didn't know how it would be accepted, you know. I, well, I, I, I thank you for everybody who's listening, who's actually looked at this magazine, because you guys have blown us up, man. We are we are moving higher and higher every issue. Uh, we're in 1,100 stores nationwide, all Barnes and Nobles, blah, blah blah. You know all that good stuff. You can go to the website and figure all that stuff out. But um, it's cool, man. And we're getting feedback from people that, and and honestly, I have an open line of communication as an editor of this magazine, which you don't see a lot of. You know, and granted, we're small. I get that, but you don't see that in a lot of magazines. We have people write me, hey, I want to see, and it was honest, we had no survival stuff, right? And they're like, well, what about a cool survival thing? I'm like, oh, God, I don't want to be a prepper magazine. But I thought about it, I'm like, all right, how can I twist it? So we have a, you know, a suck it up, a, you know, some, some hip hop or survival page or whatever. That's some fun shit. And I found an old t- retired Green Beret to write it, and it's hilarious, it's funny, and you, you learn a little something, you know what I'm saying? Something, once again, stick in your pocket, uh, you know, or whatever. You know, hey, belly button lint, man, we'll teach, you can use that as tender, you know, start a fire, you know, or whatever, man. Some funny stuff like that. But the whole magazine is kind of built around that, just good times, no, no BS, man. No bullshit. Just have some fun with it, man. Because life's too short not to have a good time, I always think, you know? Right. So, um, and it's doing well, man. We're Like I said, we're doing well. We got, uh, you know, a lot of intermix of MMA, guns, fuck, tattoos, whatever, man, you know? So, um, and that's pretty much what you get, man, with you, when you get a skill set. And it's five ninety nine, which is cheaper than any gun magazine out there. Yeah, the that's really cool, too. <laughs> yeah. I would say keep that if you can, mm-hmm. and keep that open line of communication with the customer or the the, the readership. For sure. Um, I, you know, I believe that, that content is incredibly important, but in 2017, people want conversation. Yes, sir. And conversation has become king. It and, is. And it's it's so powerful. I like hearing. I, 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 we, so we have a podcast as well. I have to hear from people because I, I run out of ideas. Yeah. Like no. If it wasn't for the listeners emailing me and asking questions and doing things, or, or say, you should talk to so-and-so, I... I I'm not that creative. Like sure. they, they save me on a regular basis. Yeah, and then the next thing is you you want to put out what they want to see or what they want to hear, right? Yeah. So I mean, sometimes I do think selfishly because I want to interview that person and learn from them. <laughs> yeah, but it's, I hear that. Yeah, yeah. but it's no, it is that's true. So we had that same thing uh, where it's like, uh, you know, we'll we'll put that out there. I have an open line. You can go to email me anytime, and I'll take it in account, man. If I get you know, a certain amount of people like, dude, we need to have this in your magazine. And I keep seeing that as a trend, then I'll fix yep. it. Guess what? It'll be in the magazine. And then guess what? I may call on that dude to write it, you know? Yep. You know, it's like, it, it, that was one of the things with the gun magazine thing was like, you think you can do a better magazine? Then, then, then do it. My wife's like, you know, 
shut your mouth and go do something. I'm like, oh, okay, you're calling me out. Yeah. I do the same thing with with listeners or readers, excuse me. Um, you know, if, if they come back like, oh, man, you should have this, you should have this. Okay, you write it. Tell me. Let me see. If it's good, we're going to put it in there, man. So no other magazine does that, you know, and I think it's a cool I hate to say the word people's magazine, man, but I'm trying to make it that way. You know what I'm saying? Where you have a say in this thing, man. So yeah, so that's skill set in a, I say a nutshell, that was kind of a little longer than I probably, I ran my mouth kind of long, man. That's the problem. I'm a jarhead. I, I do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And then we supplement it. It's a quarterly, it'll go to six times a year next year. Um, and then we supplement it with our, we have a podcast. I hate to advertise my podcast. No, that, podcast. Do it. where's your podcast? It's uh, it's called skill set live. You can just, who do you talk to on your podcast? So we have, oh God, we have, you look at our lineup, we've had some phenomenal guys. We've had, so say MMA world, we've had Ryan Bader, uh, Boss Rutan, you know, UFC Hall of Famers. We, you know, um, the gun side, we've had Travis Haley, he's been on, uh, Ryan Phillippe, a famous actor, you know, so we have that whole, Mixtures. Uh, Travis Wirtz, who's a Forged and Fire, uh, it's a TV show, like a uh, Bladesmith mm-hmm. champion, two-time champion. So we have those guests come on our show constantly, um, even Five Finger Death Punch. We get the band members from Five Finger Death Punch. So it's always fun. It's a quick hour show, but it bridges that gap from that, you know, our, our quarterly magazine where everybody gets excited for a month or so about it. Then, you know, just like anything, you forget about it. So I'm like, okay, how can we keep people interested? And then that's what we do. We use this podcast. We're, and the same thing, write in on the podcast. You want to see a guest? We're going to try to get them, you know? Uh, when that's, that's happened a few times where guests are like, you should have this guy on. Fuck, we reach out to him. And you know what? Nine times out of 10, they're like, yeah, yeah, I'll come on for an hour. What's an hour of the time to, to advertise themselves, man? You know, and, and they'll hear a little bit about them. So, uh, Skill Set Live is the actual podcast. You know, same thing, iTunes and Google Play. And, Just search for that. They'll find it. So, yes, sir. That's it. So it's a, uh, so it's fun, man. It's a, it's a, uh, it's, you know, two full time jobs on, <laughs> on top of, you know, just living, I guess. But, uh, uh, we're enjoying it, man. And, uh, you know, once again, I, I, I appreciate you bringing me on to hopefully reach a new audience in this thing, you know, cause it's, you know, and anything, it's hard. The hardest thing is to get the word out. You right, know, it's awesome. I believe in it. And, you know, I run across so many things that I don't believe in. And, uh, that same idea. Listeners of Gunfighter Cast have heard me ask these questions that I'm going to ask you here shortly mm-hmm. to a lot of people who have came on the show, and I, I don't really know if they enjoy it or they don't or not. But this, I think, it's important for people to understand right. what is real and what is not in this industry. Um, there are a lot of fake things in this industry. There's a lot of dollar bills exchanging hands for to trusted advisors who are are saying something's good when they're not because they're getting paid for yep. it and they know better. And people are trusting their lies with this this influence. And and I. I'm, I've got some projects going on that I want to change that. And, and I know a lot of people have tried that in the past. And uh, I, I think I've got a, a good team that we can maybe make a difference in that and be better for the end user. Sure. And that's that's who I care about, the people who are listening to the show, the people who come to my classes. That's that's who matter to me. It's not making some company here happy or anything yep. like that. It's about it's about taking care of those people out there who have guns on their hips and they're carrying them every single day. Yep. So right when we get back from this, I'm going to ask you a few of those questions. In the 1911 world, there's Nighthawk Custom, and then there's everyone else. Nighthawk Custom makes the highest in quality 1911, under the motto, One Gun, One Gunsmith. Each 1911 is handmade with each part fitted by one gunsmith from start to finish. Nighthawk Custom is giving away one of their custom 1911s every 90 days this year. All you need to do to register is visit www.nighthawkcustom.com forward slash gunfightercast and sign up. All right, welcome back. Jason, in your... This is, everybody gives a different answer to this because okay. they're all in different areas of the industry. Yes. And that's why I think it's such an important question. And it, it, it makes the, the people out there listening better understand 
what they're dealing with when they go to a gun store and buy a gun. All the things that went into that gun arriving at that store, yeah. the, the, the third-party distribution, the marketing, the advertisement, the magazines, the writing, the reviews, the, all that stuff and everything else. So tell me, what is wrong with the firearms industry? Oh, man. You know what I think's wrong, man? Here's my problem is, uh, well, okay. Uh, yeah, it's a good question. That's a great question. Thanks for not letting me prep for this. So, um, <laughs> hey, it wouldn't have been as fun if <laughs> no, you prep right. for it. You know what? I think uh, what drives me nuts, man. This is what drives me nuts. And I have a I lot. I want to know the real answer. Like, if we're, if there wasn't recording, we're sitting down drinking yep. beer, I want that answer. This, this bothers me. I mean, okay. Uh, two side, uh, two different answers to this, or two different sides of my answer. First off is the consumer side. What drives me nuts, and I may piss off people by saying this, but I don't give a shit, man. It's the intimidation factor for new gun guy, new gun buyers when they go into a gun store. Okay, and I watch it in Arizona constantly. You know, I, I see guys go in and you know who may have their first, they may have a gun already or whatever. They don't know. They, they're not experts, man. They, they have lives out there, you know, but they, they want to be a gun They don't owner. live this every day. Yes, exactly. And then they go in a gun store and there's a dude across that counter that is sits there and treats them like they're freaking idiots. You know what I'm saying? And they are. They don't know. I mean, they, they're self-admitted. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, but the guy, you don't need to intimidate, man. You, if you need to educate that new gun owner don't try to sell them some, something they don't need. You don't need a $3,000 AR right off the bat, man. You, you know, and you're, you've seen it. I've seen it on, you know, on, on Instagram. People put memes of it. You know, buy that $750, $1,000 AR. Use the rest of the money for training. There's nothing more truer than that, man. You know what I'm saying? So, in my opinion, uh, for a new gunner. So, I hate Jason. You know, I, I get it. You know, and I when I worked for Thunderbird Farms Academy in Wichita, mm-hmm. I really liked the way we did things. It was a consultative sales approach. Your application, and, and you might have came in with these preconceived notions that you thought you knew everything because you watched this YouTube channel and you read this article. Yeah. But we had real educators there helping them make better decisions. And I've told people many times, like, look, I'm not going to sell you a gun today. Yeah. You just told me you had five friends that have all these guns. Now I'll let you rent these guns right here. Actually take them out. I'll go sure. out there with you. I'm not going to charge you. You just buy the ammo yep. and I'm going to go teach you grip stance and trigger press. And I'm going to go and not even charge you a private instruction. This is, we'll call it a little sales consultation. Sure. And, I want to help you learn what you're going to like and what you need in the gun and, and find what's right for you. And it may not be right for me. I don't yeah. need to put my bias in there either. Yeah. And no. that's another problem. But we turn people away so much that way. And you know what we do the most to new people? What's that? We all, we're all like Molon Labe, 3%er sheepdog, you know, yeah. second all the amendments and, <laughs> and everything else all the time. Yeah. We're constantly doing that and, you know, we're come and take it. But at the same time, the, if the bigger our numbers are, the more powerful we're going to be, yeah. the more secure the Second Amendment is. Like the more secure, the more secure my God-given right Absolutely. is. Absolutely, you know. And uh, the more people we have in this, but we eat our own and we turn each other away all the time. When someone joins a forum on, trying to learn more on the internet, or they go into a gun store and they call a magazine a clip. Yeah, and it's... I, like I, people come to my class and they call magazine clips all day long. Sure, and I don't say a word to them. And I, I'm just glad you're there. Yeah. You stay around long enough, you might get the right terminology, but I am not going to berate somebody because they use incorrect terminology. And I see that all over the place on the internet. We all, we all started somewhere. Okay. You, you were not, you didn't go right into this gun world being an expert. You know, everybody makes mistakes. I make mistakes constantly still. Everybody does. You do too. You know, everybody, that's yeah. the thing. And you're constantly learning, right? Uh, you know, even the high end, whatever, the guy's been in the industry for 40 years. You t- every one of those guys learns something from someone else. So when you have that new guy come in, he's like, ah, I, yeah, I want to 
I want a Glock. The guy's like, you don't know what you want. You know, you, 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 he steers him somewhere he doesn't need to That's be. That's not the right approach either. It is not. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. So, you know, have patience. I know it's, I'm not saying cuddle a guy, but have patience with somebody, man. Remember, you were a new guy at 1.2, you know? And that right there. Don't sell them. Educate them. Yeah, thank you, man. Then that's what, that's a pet peeve of mine. Cause I've had, like I said, many of my friends that are, are not in this industry or whatever come back and like, I, hey, can you get me, you know, I'm an FFL, right? Can, can I buy a gun through you? Cause I don't want to, I'm intimidated going into a freaking gun store, man. I'm like, you should never do that. You should never be intimidated going in there, you know? If you are, don't ever go back to that fucking place, yep. you know? So, so that's, yeah, that's what kind of drives me nuts, man. Um, the other side is, is it's in the commercial, the actual inside the industry, man, on how, God, I may get chastised for this too, but dude, uh, I get chastised okay, all yeah. the time. <laughs> I'm in the right company then. Yeah, it's just yes. it's just how quickly company. It's mainly mag. It was sell out. You know, what I'm saying if you got money, and I get it, money makes the world go round, man. You know, what I'm saying um, I've put many guns on the covers. I've taken pictures of some of them don't even work. Yep, do not even freaking work, man. I mean, literally, I, they show up to my studio. With notes, do not fire this gun. And I'm like, how are you on a national cover? How is this? And then I some open of it these up. guns have made multiple covers. Yes. And then I open up the I open up the book after it comes out, and I see all the advertising. You know, from that same company. I get it. You know, you pay enough, you pay to play, right? And I and I hate that about that side of the industry. You know, because now what are we doing? The guys who are not industry, they're influenced by this. So now I see this. X product gun. I don't want to say X product. Everybody's right? like, oh, I want that. Yeah. The, the certain type of gun that's out there that I know is a piece of shit. I know that these, the, the companies are in is make money off guys that you're getting an unreliable firearm, but yet you're, you're swayed, you're persuaded, you're, you're influenced by these magazines because it must be true. It's in print. It's on the internet, you know, it's whatever. So I hate that. I mean, and I know that's business. I do, I get that, man. And you can't sell a magazine. I found out with skill set without advertising. You know, you need advertising, but you should not so advertise should not influence editorial. So, you know what I'm saying? It see that's that's the reason I'm going to Miami to get an education in journalism. Sure, to do it right. You know, I've been a journalist in the farm industry for almost ten years yeah. now. But I I want to learn. I want I want to build my skill set and get a better expertise in journalism itself. Um, I'm still building my expertise in the firearm side, and so having those together. Uh, there's very few guys where I'm at in the firearms training and everything else, and that are also where I want to be in the next few years yeah. in terms of journalism. Putting those together, I believe I can make a real difference. And this is the first time I've talked about it publicly, but I've got a project going on right now that has a lot of people involved. Mm -hmm. And uh, whenever I'm ready, I'm going to bring you in because just talking sure. to you over the, this past few days and right now, you're going to be incredibly excited about it. Um, we're talking independently funded and crowdsourced um, content nice. that we don't owe any manufacturer anything. Right. Nobody, we don't get any money from the firearms industry at all, period. And I will show financials yeah, and sure. whatever else. Like this is all 100% non-biased. The only real information that you can find on the web. I see. I like that. That's, thank God someone's doing that, man. Because it's right. It's so influenced, man, by, by you know. It wears me out, man. The ethics yeah. of this industry, it, uh, it beats me up, man. Yeah. It's, and I know you as a Marine yourself, it, it's, it drives me nuts, man. And it's, and, and we, like, skill set, for instance, we pride ourselves on that. We don't, you know, even our reviews. So we do, like, a thing called, and this is, you'll see it if you look at the magazine, Revolution Review, right? Well, we get a product 
We get and we give it to five individuals of different walks of life, from school teacher to you know gun guy to this and that. They all test this product for a week. Guess what? You send the product back. I will not let these guys keep it because you're influenced at that point. Yep. You know, everybody wants to keep his bag. Yeah, it's great. I guess oh, it's the greatest bag ever. Well, if I take this away from you after these five days, is it the greatest bag ever? No. Uh, you know what? This Are actually has a buy it? Yeah. And so now you hear real unbiased opinions about this stuff. So now the reader who reads it can one look at what the walk of life. Oh, I'm a cop. Okay. Let me look at my, this guy who, who is a cop who did this thing. Oh, okay. Of course he doesn't like it because of this, you know, or, or he does like it because of this, you know? And so you get a real for once, a real unbiased opinion about a product vice, you know, or a lot of times you writers and, that, and I don't blame writers, you know, for gun magazines, right? If a writer actually wrote, spoke the truth about a, a piece of shit gun, let's just say, right? He would never write for that magazine again, right. ever. Right. So you have to give a, you can pull flaws here and there, but you have to, at the end of the day, this is a great That's, that's why I don't firearm. write for magazines. I just write for online publications. Yeah. I won't it, do it. it drives me nuts. It's like, this is, you know, and, and so now the reader's like, whoa, if, you know, this guy says it's great, he's been writing for this guy for a year, I might as well go buy it. And then all of a sudden, wow, this thing sucks. Well, you're being fooled again and again and again. And I couldn't take it. So that's why in skill set, zero influence. I love our advertisers. And, and we give them as much props as possible, but they won't, and anything editorial, they won't influence. I won't let it happen. We don't even put a gun on our cover, you know? We, uh, just, I don't want that, that pressure, you know, that, you know, because the mafia will come in, like, yep. hey, we'll pay you X amount of dollars. You yep. put, and I don't want that, man. So, uh, I am not in a position in my life to be able to turn down money, but for the first time in my life, I've turned down a lot of money in the past year. Sure. Well, a lot of money for me. Right. And, and I've actually gotten more, good things happen to me because of that. Like a couple of these companies who try to do it or, or people who are meat marketing companies mm-hmm. and they do advertising for some of these companies, they come to me when they have these special things that are really, really good things. Yeah. Um, and they say, hey, you're the only person that I ever, that of all the people that I work with, the advertisers, the podcasters, the anything, you're the only person out there that tells me no whenever it doesn't fit nice. what you believe in yeah. and, your, and your code of ethics. Yeah. And, and they respect that, man. And uh, I, that wasn't my plan, Yeah, but I'm very, very thrilled about it. Yeah. Because that I tell them, you know, I need money, but I need my integrity that, a lot that's, more than that's I need huge, dollars. That's man. It's, you know, you got to look, especially you come, you're a jarhead. I was, I'm a jarhead, man. You know, I mean, I was nothing special. I mean, yeah, okay, you're, hey, Jason, you're recovering. I, yeah, but I wasn't special. I, I didn't wasn't do that. special. I was a green side. I, I did nothing. I, you know, no major awards. I mean, I just, I did my time. I did it honorably. This now, I'm, I'm, you know, there's guys, there's definitely war heroes out there. That's not me. I did my time in combat. Cool. And I don't care. I am nothing special, but I do have that one thing, man. I have integrity, man. And, and yes, money, it, you got to feed yourself. You got to feed your family. I get that. But there's, Good ways to get that. You know, you don't have to be slimy, in other words, you know. Uh, And at the end of the day, when you're like, you know what? I didn't sell out. I may not be balling right now, but I didn't sell out. Because those guys who do sell out, it it may not happen this year. It may not happen next year. Within a few years, you're going to get... Someone's going to see right through that. And then you're, you know, no one, you're, you're exposed, man. So, um, doing the right thing like that is, to me, it's huge. And yes, you don't get rich by doing the right thing. I I hate to say it in this industry, but... You can still make a living. You can still do it. You can still, and at the end of the night, you can sleep and with a smile on your face, man. You know. So you had a second part to this. What's wrong with the industry? Oh, that was that was that the that that was the first one was the gun store type of stuff. 
Oh, okay. The second one was... Uh, and then the integrity... Okay, we rolled into it. Yeah, sorry. Oh, awesome. I, I just no. segued right into no, that's it. Fine. But, good, uh, good segue. I'm sure if I stay here long enough, I could probably think of a bunch of other things. But then, you know, I, I, I tend to try to keep my mouth shut. I'm a photographer, man. At the end of the day, I'm no one... Once again, no one's special, man. I take pictures of the product. I put it out there. Um, all my clients, I, I like. I, I don't... There's not, a, there's not a product that we shoot in a straight eight where I'm like, oh, God, I feel dirty shooting this. You know right. what I'm saying? Um and that's something we, we, we handpick who, who want to do retainer work or whatever with. Um, but it's, you know, it's still not saying that it has been approached that way too, you know, but we try to, once again, we try to give it honest. I'm not training people. I'm not doing that. The only way I'm influenced people is making pretty pictures, <laughs> you know, but, uh, and that's why I think I started with skill set to, to help influence people, man. Employee people like me, man, you know, I'm a dumb kid from West Virginia. This is man. perfect. It leads right into my, my last question. Uh, I always say last question, but then something else pops up in my mind. So, sure. Um, the most, what keeps me working all day, every day, like 60 to sometimes 90 hours a week, mm-hmm. uh, and doing all the different things that I do in different parts of, of the industry is, um, is the people. Yeah. It's, it's my friends. It's the other trainers that I get to, to hang out with and talk to. And I, I love them. We help each other. They pick me up. I pick them up. Like it's, I've become part of this, this group of people that I used to look up to. I didn't know them. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, I'm like a, they're, I text when they text me and ask me questions. I'm like, really? You're, you're texting me asking me something. <laughs> that's, awesome. that's crazy. You yeah. know? And it's, uh, it's, I'm so fortunate to be there. And the, the people that I get to influence with Gunfighter Cast, the people I get to influence with things that I, I would write or publish somewhere or videos that I make and everything else and, and just, you know, being myself and, and trying to help people. And I, I love my students. I, I love my listeners. Um, it's just that they're the most important thing to me. And that's what it's, it's the people, man. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I travel around and live in an RV. Like I don't fly around in Rockstar Jets or something sure. like that. It's just like, but that's when I get, when I get emails, when I get messages from people saying, Hey, I really appreciated this, man. Yeah. You don't have to do this and you do it for free and this and that. Like, man, I, I really appreciate that. Like that, that's awesome. And when they, they tell me the story about how it influenced their, their family to buy a gun yeah. or his wife that made her listen to something and she was like, yeah, I get that. You know, let, sure. let's go think about this. And it changes somebody it could save their life. Like to me, that's what's most important to me. Yeah. And I'm wondering what keeps you in this industry and not going somewhere else. No, it's, it's a very good question. And, and the, come up on your point to me i i know I'm, I'm not a trainer i don't i to me i think when you come back when you have a guy come back like dude you what you taught me saved my life you know or it got me out of the situation or what whatever you know what i'm saying that right there man right put it away that's that's gold to me you I know quit right there, yeah you know i look at it like this i'm looking at it like if i died right now how many people will come to my funeral okay Dude, are you are you copying me? No, am I, why you said that? <laughs> I said, it, I, said it, I was talking to Jeff Axelson, Axelson Tactical. Yeah, you probably know Jeff. Um, in a video we did, I my my thought process every day of life is wake up and I hope that they have to rent out the Superdome for my funeral. <laughs> sure, because I want to be such a positive influence on so many people that they don't have room for them in a normal funeral home. That's and that's what I was getting at, man. You know, what I'm saying if if you can be where hey. Oh, you know, Jason swore. Yeah. That dude's, he's a good guy. You know, he's not, I'm not the best guy, but that guy, that guy's an awesome dude. He's all right. He's an awesome dude, man. He, he, he helped me out here. He introduced me to here, whatever. And he didn't want anything for it, you know? And and to me, I try to do that. And and because it's been done to me, you know, I've been, you same two sides of the fence. I've been burned by someone you think is respectful. And we actually have a a mutual, uh, person that used to work for a company that has burned both of us. Uh, and, and then, and I look at, like I said, when I die, 
I want people to come up to you and saying good things, you know, not that, oh, he was the greatest worker, greatest photographer. I want to, dude, that guy was a friend, man. You know, yep. he was, he was, I want to be known as the connector. Yeah. A guy that, that, and it gives a yeah. shirt off your back. And it's funny because that comes in all different walks of life. So it's, you really like, oh, good guys don't make money and all that stuff. There's a lot of bullshit asshole rich guys that, who have two people show up at their funeral and one's going to collect the bill for it. You know what I'm saying? And then you'll have guys like, let me throw out Zoltan Bathory from Five Finger Death Punch, right? Dude's, yeah, he's rich. He's got money. Rock star. But the, the dude will sit here with me and you in a, in a vehicle and do a podcast. He'll give you a shirt off your back. He doesn't care because he's one of us. He's just on a different stage, man. You know what I'm saying? So, and he tries to influence veterans, you know, uh, gun guys, all the way, everybody. And he, By the way, guys, uh, Jason's good friends with Zoltan, so look for him being – I, I yes. follow very few celebrities on Instagram or social media. Uh, one of them is Zoltan. The other one's like The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, because <laughs> yeah. I, I love The Rock. He's just Absolutely. a solid guy yeah, yeah. And, uh, and a hard worker. But So I, I I don't know if I can get The Rock on. <laughs> I can't promise that. <laughs> but Jason tells me that he's for sure can get me Zoltan we'll, on. We'll, we'll bring definitely get Zoltan on the show, and he'll do it in a heartbeat because he loves it. And, and if you're listening to this guy who grew up in a communist country – uh, you know, in Hungary during the Cold War. And now he came here with an English dictionary and a shitty ass guitar. And Thomas helped to play guitar. And now he's living the American dream. But yet he doesn't thumb his nose at, you know, his fans. Or he'll do anything. I mean, he'll bring, I, I, I've seen him bring people backstage just cause he was on the news not too long ago because somebody had a flat tire and he pulled over and helped a lady change a tire. That's the type of guy he, he probably is, pulled man. over in some like super sports car or something. Yeah. But helped her change the tire. Man. And that's the guy when he dies. That's what a man should do. He's going to, his, his funeral is going to be the, the Superdome, you know, of just people that, God, you're a good people, you know, and that's, that's who I strive to be, man. So when it comes to that, that's me. Money, money's great. Everybody needs it, but it's not the end all be all. You can't take it with you, right? But having friends that support you, cause you know what? We're all going to get sick. We're all going to get, you know, at one point we're going to be down to have that dude like, dude, what do you need? You need a couch to stay on? You need food? You need to take care of your family while you're gone? I got it. You know, that is more important than anything out there, man. So I strive to be that guy, man. And I strive, I think, and I try to surround myself with people like that, you know? And in this industry, it's tough because there's a lot of, once again, a lot of people that are just in to make a buck and they will step on you in two seconds. Well, they'll, you know? they'll, they'll be nice and they'll use you and con you. Right. That kind of stuff will happen. But, you know, I, I am so fortunate. I think about my sons a lot, mm-hmm. Gunner and Gabe and my wife. And uh, that's another, there's probably a joke in there about all the guys that might want to take care of her, but I won't, <laughs> I won't say that. But the, uh, but I, I know if I die tomorrow, yeah. I know there's so many good, strong men yep. with good ethics, good morals, that are going to help and, and be a part of my kids' lives sure. because they're going to check up on Daniel's kids yep. and, and they're going to go do something with them, something manly, something alpha. Yeah, you know? and, something and I, alpha. I know, I know they're going to do that, yeah. and I would do the same for them. And, you got to, and that's and that's 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 so important. I believe in karma, man. I, I don't believe in a lot of shit, like you know, what I'm saying the superstitious, but I believe in karma, man. If you're a good person, you try to do a good thing. I mean, sometimes, well, I'm out of the business of being nasty, you know. But back in the day, you had to be nasty when you know the, in the Marine Corps or whatever. But you surround yourself with good people, and you do good things, and you help you help that one person. And it may be something that, oh, dude, let me just give you this, or let me let me not do something. And you may not think it's nothing. That may mean the world for that mm-hmm. dude. And that dude will jump through a burning building or whatever to to help you out one day when you're down your luck, man. So um, to me, I mean, that's once again, and that's what that whole community I want to be part of, man. And and I, I'm I'm 44 years old, man. So I'm at the point where 
I'm not going to hang around douchebags, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if it benefits me financially. I won't do it, man, because I'm fine. I'm not going to starve to death. I'll always find a way to make money, you know? Yep. Business is going fine, and we'll figure it out from there, man. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, if you fall asleep and you feel slimy, then it's your own fault. You know, you need to get in the wrong, you're in the wrong business, you know? So That's right. Guys, I hope you got something out of this and learned a little bit more insight so you're uh, when you look at a lot of these publications out there and things on the web and on the internet that you have a bit more critical eye on them and don't ever trust me. Uh, you know, don't make your decision based on because I like it or I say it's good. Don't do that. Don't put that much trust in me. Uh, and because I like it, I think it's good. Doesn't mean you will. Sure. Uh, it may not be, for, it may be for me, but it's not for you. And something that's not for me may be for you. So don't ever put your trust in just one person, including me. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, I really appreciate you guys listening. And Jason, thank you for joining me. Man, thanks for having me on. I, I really appreciate it. And, uh, you guys check out skillsetmag.com. That's, uh, that's where you can go check out the website. We, uh, sorry for, is it okay? I do a plug. No, do plug everything. <laughs> so, I was going to say, if you didn't, that they're, they're in all the Barnes and Nobles. Yes, sir. There's, there, you got three issues out right now? Yeah. Well, third issue's coming out. So we're two issues out right now. Um, and then a third, we're, third issue's closing this week. And, uh, it's going to be kick out. Every issue gets better because of the feedback of the people. Um, if you want to know where you find it, like I said, skillsetmag, mag.com, uh, has an interactive map where it tells you, Wherever you live, type in your address, it'll give you all the stores around you that you can go check it out. Or you can subscribe online. But once again, check it out. Feed, fire feedback. If it sucks, I, I'm waiting for someone to tell me it sucks because I, I really wanted to know it that. It doesn't man. suck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, but that helps us make it better for you guys, man. And I say you guys, even me too. I enjoy it sitting down reading, man. And, I, and like I said, it's something that's fun. And You and, told me a couple of days ago that it's, like, it's great bathroom material. It is, man. And that's about all it's good for. <laughs> kind of thing or something. Like, Put it in the shitter, man. That's <laughs> where it's like, you know, <laughs> right. you'll get to an article in five minutes. If you're in there longer, hey, watch out. You may get hemorrhoids. Anyway, so. But, but you forget <laughs> your phone and go to the bathroom, which is like the worst thing ever, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Instead <laughs> of reading shampoo bottles, pick up a skill set, man. Check it out, man. So, but no, thanks for having me on, man. I really appreciate it, and uh, it was it was a pleasure uh, past three days, man. I had fun with you, man. It was cool, man. So yeah, it was a good time. It was awesome. This event was really cool because there's a lot of really solid guys and good shooters here. And most of these media events that I go to, I'm surprised that these writers don't shoot themselves on a regular basis. (laughs) I mean, really, I'm I'm dead serious. You probably see a lot of these things too. I'm not going to name any names or anything, but. There's some some people out there that just can't shoot, and they're dangerous, <laughs> and they're being trusted with some advice that they give on a regular basis. And but this was so refreshing. Uh, Kimber had us out here in Hornady and Galco yeah. at Gunsight, and we shot the three day version of the Gunsight 250. I think is what it is. Yeah. And uh, man, it, it, it was like everybody was a strong shooter for the most part. Yeah, there's a couple was- guys that started out kind of weak, but they really improved because they listened, they were coachable, and uh, it was it was. It's the best media event I've ever been to. Sure, me and too. It was cool. Yeah, it was great, man. Cool. Thanks well, for listening, guys. Until next time, Gunfire Cast out.